I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Uh, do you want to start off back in your apartment or in the the ride back home? Where would you rather begin? Uh, how about entering the apartment, not the ride? Then we need the ride. Sure. How did you get home? I drove myself. Keith, I told Keith to go sleep, and I drove myself. Yeah, I took the car. So that's how I got back. I just drove. I know how to drive-ish. You just don't have a license because you're a child. Yeah, I have like zero dots and drive. I don't know how to drive. Uh <laughs> Look, it's real easy. Right is oh, right is go, left is oh shit. I'm sure. I'm sure Kendra can help. <laughs> I'm also sure that Missy has driven previously yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she drove back uh, with Kendra and. Uh, parks in the, the apartment building garage and takes the elevator up with her to go back to her place. And... So something you may not have noticed because you do not breathe is that Kendra kind of smells. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She stinks like B.O. and potty because you had her yeah. locked in a freezer for... Hey, I didn't know I was going to be staked. Well, funny how that works out, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, she'll open the door and, you know, invite Kendra in, you know, come inside and, and then uh, kind of do the quick layout, you know, kitchen's there, living room's here, bedroom there, bedroom there, bathroom there. Not that she has to use it, but bathroom's over there. <laughs> Kendra goes over to the bathroom, not with like a, oh, oh boy, I gotta go, but like mm -hmm. takes a little bit of the hint. Once she goes in, I think Missy would head to her room, change into something comfortable, and then probably look and go, oh, probably do the same for her. Grab some extra clothes, you know, lounge pants, t-shirt, whatever. Something stretchy and comfortable. Yeah, and uh, head to the bathroom and knock on the door. While you were in the process of getting changed, what are you doing? Are you doing anything about the wound that is still present upon your body? Because you still, if memory serves, have. Yeah, damage. I do. I still have a hole. Yeah. Uh, what do I need to do to fix that? You just rouse the blood. Ouch. All right. Uh, probably after, you know, getting dressed, maybe seeing it. And, all right. Do something about it. Uh, I will do that. Let's rouse the blood. It will heal one point of damage per rousing of the blood at your current blood potency. So I only get one back? Mm-hmm. It's a curse. I still have to do that. I have to do that two more times to get everything back? If you want everything back. Let's do it one more time. Oh, no. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I mean, Keith is asleep in the other room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As the thought of Keith being asleep in the other room crosses your mind, as your hunger surges while your flesh knits back together 
from the wound that he did. It has gone from gross gaping hole to smaller cuts now that it is mostly healed up. You don't really bruise because your blood doesn't flow like that, but it's way less obvious as to how damaged you were now. You can hear the sink still running in the bathroom, mm -hmm. uh, clearly getting cleaned up in some way. I think I'll, I'll leave it at that. Like, just finish getting dressed. It's it's fixed enough. Can deal with it later. Maybe the next time I eat, I'll deal with it. There's always the next time you get to eat. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, make myself appropriate. Grab uh, the stuff I pulled out for Kendra and head out back out. After a little while, you'll hear the noises from the bathroom stop. And then slowly the door will open and Kendra will step out. She looks as though she's taken some of her clothes and tried to wash them in the sink. Uh, so there are some damp spots across mm -hmm. her outfit. She looks better and smells better. But she gets that awkwardness where she just stands there for a moment looking around until she spots where you're sitting. And where are you sitting? Oh, one of the chairs, comfy chairs in the living room. And I'll, uh, Missy will grab the pile of clothes and kind of extend her, extend them out towards her. And so, you know, figured you'd want to change. We can clean those or you can wear something tomorrow until you can get back to your dorm to get more clothes. But here, so you can sleep in these. She, uh, she closes the distance to where you're standing and says, thanks, I, um, yeah, I'll just, and then she motions back to the bathroom and just takes some couple of backward steps between before turning around and going back inside. A minute or two will pass. I was going to say, oh, and if you want to use the shower, feel free. Everything should be in there. That's probably a good idea. And then she will go into the bathroom again. And this time you will hear the shower turn on and all of those things begin to happen. What are Missy's thoughts right now? Well, let's see. I have a human in my house that I've had locked up in a freezer who's filthy, so I'm getting them cleaned up now. But she probably is going to think, what else does this... It's almost like a pet. What else does my pet need? Uh, and I think she's going to think food. So sh how would Missy go about getting food? I mean, she doesn't have to order herself. It's not like she'd have, you know, DoorDash on her phone. I don't know. How would Missy go about getting food? I'm trying food? to think about it. Missy's probably sitting there trying to figure out how to get food. Um, I think she'll look at Keith's door to his room, but not going to go wake him up because he stayed up the whole time. So, hmm. Just Google's on her phone. What do humans eat? How <laughs> get food? She might text Art like, you know, how do I feed? What do, what do I feed? What do they, how do I get food here? Like what what? And I'm sure Art would just send like you know download the app, use this card, uh, and send it. Given 
given what I think the timeline is, Art doesn't oh. respond to you right away. Wow. Okay. If we're where I think we are in the timeline. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, while she's waiting for Art, maybe she'll go to the kitchen, look in the drawers. Maybe Calvin or Keith have left some kind of food menu in there. Uh, how many dots is Keith? How many dots is Keith? Yeah. What do you mean? Dots of what? Uh, contact, ally, retainer, whatever it is that he is. Oh, whatever he is. Uh, what was he? Two. Right, roll Calvin two. is three. Roll me two dice real quick. Yeah. There are some simple foodstuffs here in your apartment. Not quite to the level of college dorm where it is just condiments. Uh, so there are some bottles of water, some protein bars. There's even a couple of uh, like Hungry Man TV dinners that are in the freezer. And a couple of other little just instant quick type foods. Not a lot, but mm -hmm. some. Are there no food member menus in any of the drawers? Uh, the there the probably is, if for no other reason than to make this place look normal. Let's just grab one at random. Sure. And, uh, yeah, make the phone call, order, like, probably way too much. Because I don't know what she's going to want, right? Let's get the, the variety pack. Yeah, you know, left side, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just get like a bunch of different things and just have it delivered eventually. Sure. Is Missy carrying cash or is she using a credit card? She's using a card. Okay. I just wasn't curious how Missy rolled because I know I don't really carry cash anymore. Yeah, no. Cash is no longer king. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, oh. She probably would call down to the, the desk at the at the entrance and let them know not to let the people up. Just let her, one of them to bring it up. She doesn't want people, just strangers that's, coming up. That's legit. Mm -hmm. This could even be the kind of place where they have a uh, a policy about that, where mm -hmm. um, all deliveries have to be left at the front desk. And then from there, they'll, they'll take care of it. Yeah. And I'm sure I can just have them run the card over the phone, so no reason. It can be totally contactless. So once that's done, yeah, she'll go back and sit down and kind of just sit there and wait. Does Missy have any thoughts based upon her experience earlier this evening? She's still processing <clears throat> all of that. That is... I don't want to say it, it's, it's put her in a brooding mood, yeah, but it's also kind of brought up a lot of stuff and she doesn't know quite how to deal with it all. Fair. Uh so she's kind of, you know, there's that that resurgence of anger against her sire and then the knowing that, you know, she can't just go and eliminate her because the prince already said you just can't go and do things like that. And you can't just uh, go and murder people. What do you think? Can't just go and murder people. You know, well, Missy can't. Apparently, other people can, which also, that will also be a burr under her saddle. And then, uh, 
But then she's also happy that Kendra seems to be on board. So she feels good about that. So that's happening there. So she, in her mind, well, I took something of hers now. So I took something from Rosemary. So now this is mine. But she's still angry. Like it brought up a lot of anger, not just at Rosemary, I guess, but also at herself because she, this happened because of the stupid choices she made. In her mind, she's calling them stupid choices. Any any rational person, they weren't. They were the right choices. Get away. But she just feels like this. It, they were stupid choices. And now she's stuck in this. And she's trying to navigate it. And she's been doing it for years now. But that doesn't make it any better. And then she's got the whole Jimmy uh, message rattling around in her brain. And she doesn't know what to make of it. Because you can't trust anybody. And how do we know? How does she know this isn't just Jimmy lying just to get her to let down her guard so he can come in and take what's hers? So there's mistrust with him still. You can see why she's brooding. Yeah, she's had a rough day. Mm hmm. It's not very good. Not very uh, good not at, at all. all. Can you roll me a wits and awareness as you are brooding here? No, it's a brooding feeling, but I can't brood. I'm not. Well, I imagine your apartment is pretty high up, so. It is. I can look out the balcony. True. Brood from there. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I got three. So you will hear the bathroom door open. You're, uh, you were deep into your own thoughts when, like, the shower cut off or. Uh, that silence from the water not running or any of that stuff for the door opening. But uh, you will hear Kendra coming out and uh, she does not sneak up on you. Not that she was really sneaking, but you, know, <laughs> you hear her arrive behind you. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's wearing the offered clothes and has the clothes that she was wearing in her hands uh, and just kind of looking like, where can I put these? Monsieur, kind of look, hmm, the trash? She, she looks hurt for a moment, and then is like, oh, okay. I, I um, well, there's, there's might be some kind of bags, uh, trash bags under the sink, and you can put it in one of those until you can get it cleaned. Trash bag under the sink. Oh, that, that makes more sense, and hmm. goes and finds something in your... In your kitchen that is stocked so that it is plausible to have somebody living here, as opposed to somebody who is dead here. And then she comes back out and sets the trash bag with her clothes in it down next to the door mm -hmm. before coming back over to where... Are you still seated? Did you Were you mm -hmm. pacing? Okay. No. Um, but she will come over and take a seat near you. But not like next to you, just in a very awkward manner. <clears throat> I um ordered some food. It'll be here in a, I don't know. Uh, I got a bunch of different things. I don't didn't know what you would want. So hope that works out. Yeah. Um. No. That's um. Yeah. That's good. I I am really hungry. I haven't had anything to eat since um. And then she trails off as the last thing that she had consumed was your blood. 
know the feeling. Um, there's bottled water in the fridge if you want to get one for yourself. Um, yeah, okay. And then she will get up and go back into the kitchen and get a bottle of water and come back down and sit down and start drinking it. So, um, this is, this place is nice. Oh, yeah, nah, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's not mine, but they let me use it, so it's nice. Uh, I mean, your, your dorm's nice, too. That's, you know. It's a lot smaller than this, and, well, I don't have a roommate, because everything's some weird. Yeah, so just kind of look at her and just kind of nod. Which I I guess I am. She does one of those like. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> no, Missy will just kind of shake her head and kind of shrug. Meh, doesn't matter what other people think. They'll all be dead soon enough. Her eyes get real big at that. Like, what are you gonna do? No. Oh no no no! I'm not gonna kill it. I'm just saying, you know, they're they're all gonna age and and die. Doesn't really matter what they think. Right? So you're not going to by association. Didn't Missy kind of doesn't Kendra know what Missy is? Didn't Missy already kind of tell her? Not in that weird Twilight movie scene where, you know, that kind of a way, but I thought we've alluded to it. Well, there's a big difference between alluding to being a vampire and being like, uh I drink. I thought it was understood. Uh, maybe it was. Maybe? Maybe not. I don't know. You know, Missy probably thinks she's being very clear. Maybe she's not. And Kendra doesn't seem to be, you know, super up on admitting what she knows. So. <laughs> oh, she has admitted what she knows. She knows fucking nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, so am I not? Well, um, no, it's not the same for me. The, the. The thing with, with the blood. The thing with the blood, yes. And ghouls don't age, right? Or is it slower? They do not age so long as they get their medicine. Okay. And then the same way I, it's different for me, it can be different for you, you know, if you're still willing to to take part. She begins to fidget with her hands in her lap and just kind of like, I don't, I don't know. This is all very new and strange and it's, things feel much more different right now than they've ever felt before because it's, I, I feel, I don't know, calmer. I don't know if that makes sense or if you can. I don't know. Usually my brain is going super fast and it never really makes sense to me with some things, but it's been quiet. That's a good thing though, right? I think so. Okay. Do you have any questions about Oh, this so many. Thing? Okay. Uh well, I mean we've got time. We're waiting for the food, so. Oh, so I should have had that delivery man come up. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were going to bite that in the hot meal. <laughs> Is that something you say to her? No. Just idle musings. Just idle musing, like maybe an expression like, oh, missed opportunity. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> so, rather than going through a whole lot of explanations, is there... I presume you tell her that you are vampire. That, uh... Well, I guess, just at a very kind of bullet point style, what do you tell her about? Like, I don't think I'm going to lead with vampire. Okay. I think I'm going to start with uh, this blood bond thing and talk about all the pros to it and then mention as very few cons as I can and uh, try to make it sound like this is that nice, calm feeling in her head will always be that way when she does this. Yeah. And, uh, and then probably drift to the, uh, Probably won't do vampire talk until after food is delivered because I don't need a hysterical girl when somebody knocks on the door if she goes hysterical on me. Do you have all running? No, because I said this had to be her choice because when Missy relived her whole thing, she didn't have a choice. And so if she's going to do this to Kendra, it will be Kendra's choice to do this. Granted, if Kendra then backs out, well, Kendra's going to have to go. I mean, you know, you can't have uh, your cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, she's already, you're already hungry. She's in your apartment. It's real simple to solve that problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to cause a problem, but, um, yeah. But I think, I think. She mm-hmm. seemed receptive to the idea, so I think Missy's willing to take that chance and be open with her, but not until after the food comes will she bring up, hey, vampire, here's some fangs. This is <laughs> this is the real party. What power did you give her when you fed her your blood? I don't hmm. know if we talked about it yet. Or we didn't, it's... so let me... What Would be any level one discipline that you know? Level one... That you know. Uh, let's give her sense unseen. Uh, let me asterisk that. She already has <laughs> access to sense the unseen and premonition. Well, I don't really have much else. I mean, you have a lot of other things. I'm not going to give her. I'm not giving her awe. All right, how about unseen passage? It has to be level one, so it could be silence of death. All right, we'll do that one then. Okay. Do you tell her about any of the supernatural powers that you have access to, or is that a post-vampire conversation? That's a post-second post, uh, feeding thing. Okay. Like, I need her to, to drink of the blood before I talk about the powers of the blood. That's fair. Mm-hmm. At some point into your conversation about uh, non-explicit vampire stuff, Food will arrive. You'll get the buzz on your intercom, your phone, however it is you guys do it. And then food will will come. And once given the okay, she will just absolutely tear into this stuff. 
Yeah, Missy will get it all out on the, well, she'll set it on the, the table and just kind of say, okay, it's yours. And yeah, just let her eat as much as she wants, as long as she wants. Missy is just going to kind of watch. It's been a long time since she's ever had, uh, since she's had food. I don't know if it would make her nostalgic or not. At some point with you watching her eat, she will stop and be like, oh, uh, did you, and then kind of offer food to you. No, I um can't eat food. That's strange. Um, you can eat food, and you can continue to eat food. That's not an issue. But for me, given my condition, I I just can't eat any. Oh, are you celiac? Is that what it is? No, and then that's when she'll let the fangs drop. She is quiet for a minute, even stops chewing the pizza or whatever it is that she is eating and you can see the gears turning in her head and then I don't think she has anything to say she just stops chewing and is very clearly thinking and Missy will make them go away again you know hide them again Uh, it's you don't have to worry about it or anything not gonna you know, it's not like in the movies. Well, for some of us, it's like in the movies, but not for me. It's it's not like in the movies. That kind of a thing. You're fine. He takes a big swallow of the food. Just, um... And then she pauses there for a moment before... Uh, uh, she puts her food down wipes off her hands and sits there and says, are you hungry? And just kind of closes her eyes and like waits for the the response as though she is kind of offering to allow you to bite. Uh, I am, but it's controllable right now. We don't have to worry about it. And no, I'm not going to drink from you. Not today. Or probably any other day. It's going to be you drinking from me. So, eat up. Make sure you get your strength back. She will uh, seem to be okay with that idea and then allow you to begin to explain about the vampiric stuff. As I explain that stuff, does she seem to like take it all in stride like she doesn't seem surprised or put off or afraid is she, that an insight roll or yeah you can you can roll insight insight and uh it's usually wits two um she's taking this way better than you probably could have ever assumed that she would there are times where she may uh, stop and ask you to explain some things, but it's way less than what you would think that it is. You know, she is consuming the information and asking questions in an almost scientific kind of way, but is accepting most of what you say as obviously that's how it is. I think after a little while, Missy's going to stop and and kind of just stare at her. Uh, I have... She will ask if she did something. 
did I did I do something wrong? No, um, I have to say that you're 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 taking all of this very well. Most people would have started screaming or trying to leave or find a cross, something. Those work. No, not on me. I um. I've spent most of my life seeing things that nobody else seems to believe was actually there. You've seen vampires? Uh, maybe. I don't know. But and then she will start telling you about some of the various things that she has had. What you would know is our premonitions about. Or will describe experiences similar to the way you have seen things that um, what should we call it? Uh, when it has like a sense, the unseen haze over it, or something like that. Okay. Uh, hmm. Which is perhaps how you realize that she has access to to something. So she'll talk about seeing people in weird outlines or shadows, or she'll talk about people that. Uh, She'll talk about events that hadn't happened yet, but she knew was going to happen, and nobody believes her about how it was going to happen, or other supernatural things that you are somewhat familiar with. I think Missy will just kind of offhandedly, that's the bloodline, kind of dismiss it. That's the bloodline. Is this where you begin to talk about some of the disciplines? Yeah, we'll kind of go over, uh, yeah, the disciplines, and then. And then it'll go into, well, you know, that's our kind. We can do these things really well and talk about the premonitions. I have them too. It's just, it's our bloodline. Um, kind of go into it. And then uh, if she doesn't have any questions after that. She is very confused what you mean by our bloodline. Yeah. Uh, um, how do you get along with your parents? Yeah, my mom's, you know, she's worries and stuff, but she and my Aunt Rose raised me. When she says Rose, you could there's a, a big, like, wave of ominous boom that <laughs> comes out. <sighs> Murderous intent flashes yeah. all around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm a, I'm a real thing. If she could make the room get darker, she would. Well, if you listen to Cheshire, you would know how to do that. <laughs> um, if you want to roll like a computer, composure and subterfuge or something, if you if you wish yeah. to hide that murderous intent, you are welcome to roll. Subterfuge. Unless you have a better idea. No. Uh oh. Three on the hunger die. Um. She picks up on something, but doesn't actually, because she only got one net success. Um, uh, she definitely picks up on some of your revulsion at that name and, or the idea of that. Mm -hmm. Is that something you go into with the conversation about your bloodline, our bloodline? Our yeah, I'll I'll talk about it. How we have. We have a okay. little overlap in our uh, family trees. Can you do me a favor and roll intelligence and occult? Um, I'll give you an extra die just because you've been a vampire for a long time. This is more or less to see 
um, how much information uh, that you are recalling and espousing in a way that is not directly related to you. Two. Okay. So the basics. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know your stuff well because it is your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, not necessarily breaking down all of the clans and flavors and all of the disciplines and stuff. I mean, yeah, she's going to put them as like Toreadors. They're vapid. They like pretty things. Gangrels are mutts. Nosferatu can be lovely people, but they're just not great to look at or watch eat. You know, those kind of like derogatory ways of, of explaining how the others are, but we're great. We're, you know? <laughs> we're the best. Um, cool. Yeah. Brujas are just fighters. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Just meh. Uh, but yeah, kind of go over and, you know, talk about what it all is and our bloodline. And we have some, you know, back overlapping branches in the family tree and that's why you have some of the things I can do and maybe that's why you even feel comfortable around me did art explain the process of revenants to Missy do you remember mm, I don't remember um, do you what think that revenants? that oh well that <laughs> does that, that answer helped. it <laughs> helped answer that question um I, I remember talking to him about it because he discovered a bunch of things and ideas and created on an occult role a while ago. Mm. Um, I don't think with only two successes on the occult role, Missy mm-hmm. would remember that particular detail. But for Jupe, um, reference are what happen when you attempt to get ghouls to breed. Oh. And uh, there are extra things that need to be done because, like, Ghouls don't age when you feed them vampire blood, which means that any developing fetus would then also not age as it is uh, also getting vampire blood. So it's a little more complicated, and they almost all come out deformed or twisted in some way. Uh, But they, um, they oftentimes have access to some disciplines on their own without having the need to to spend blood in the same way vampires do. They make their own uh, their own vitae a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in older editions, it was a much more limited amount, and they couldn't like go out eat somebody to replenish it. But it would just kind of naturally refill on its own, mm-hmm. um, which is what Kendra is. But whenever we sit down to make her character sheet, we'll We'll work that yeah. out and talk but more Missy about it. But Missy doesn't how. know that's what she is. Yeah. Missy has no idea about this stuff. Okay. Because that's gross. Or if she does, she's a little distracted right now with all of the, you know, the gnawing hunger that is eating at her, literally. Mm. Um, Missy, having two ghouls, would also know that feeding her blood to her ghouls does run the risk of increasing her hunger. And she knows mm-hmm. that she's already very hungry. So mm-hmm. um, something to keep in mind should you decide to feed her her other dose tonight. Can I not, like, score the wrist, put some in a cup, let her drink it that way, and, like, 
as I do that, like once it's in the cup, just I'll drink it. And then when she drinks it, I can just like book out and go do a quick feed. If you wanted to leave her here and go out and try to go for a quick hunt, you could absolutely do that. I mean, yeah, once she's drink it, I mean, I think that's pretty much sealing the deal. She's on board. Yeah, but like when you go to pour it in the cup, you're still rolling a rouse check. Okay. So like that's. Well, Keith's always in the next room and he can stake me. I mean. Done it before. (laughs) I'll do it again. He comes out in a little like. Old timey pajama outfit <laughs> with a little nightcap on his head, and just is like, "All right, here we go again." Here we go again. <laughs> Old timey pajamas with a nightcap. That's funny. Well, you you can't exactly wear like regular pajamas and you know a nightcap. I also don't feel like under the circumstances he is the kind of guy to just like sleep in sweatpants or something like that. No. I think with uh. With what your relationship looks like on the outside, that he definitely goes to bed in like shorts and pa- or shirt and pants. Oh yeah, kind of... everybody wears clothes all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no. I just, you know. There's no sleeping in bed nude. No. No, not like nude. Not but on my like, watch. Okay. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Because I think that's yeah. You know, what we'll we'll do is we'll probably get her to. When she's eaten and she feels like she's sated and she feels clean and fed and she's comfortable and she doesn't have any more questions. Yeah, we'll go to the time to drink up. A lot of her questions are about non, they're about vampire things, but not about being a vampire. They're about like, how do you, a lot about your premonitions. Mm-hmm. Um, you will find out through the conversation that she talks about. The do, does Jupe remember the one surrounding Coco? Uh, about mm-hmm. the wolf in a bed of roses wrestling on a crown. Yes, I do remember that. Okay, she will bring up that one specifically at some point because mm-hmm. that was rather recent. Um, some of your premonitions that you've had, she has also had, but has no real context for understanding it. Um. She mentions if you if you didn't know, she mentions Art's podcast a few times about how she has sent in some of her things to that. Um in relation to the secrecy aspect, she is she said she's used to that because nobody listens to her anyway when she tries mm-hmm. to tell them stuff. So that's normal. Yeah, I mean, people always think you're crazy. People think I'm crazy. What's the difference? Do you tell her how long you've been a vampire? If she were to ask, yes, I would. I'm trying to be honest with her. If she's going to do this by choice, then i got to be honest with her. But I never tell her, like, hey, if you back out on this, the uh, the other result is you die. I, I don't say that, because that would be too much. I don't think that she asks that question. Okay. I don't think that that's something that she is concerned mm-hmm. about. Um, she asks about Keith. What about him? I he is just some. Well, he like broke into the dorms and hit my RA. Like that's you know, that's probably not good. They, they're probably pissed about that. Oh no! I wonder if they called the cops and went through my dorm. I mean, 
He only did it because I told him to. So Keith is very loyal. When you were talking about the blood bonds, did you inform her of the uh, loyalty properties? Yes, but probably downplayed it as it wasn't a compulsion. It was just something you feel naturally because we're we're homies now. We're bros. I mean, you'd be so disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is new, right? Right. <laughs> um, I don't think there's really anything else specifically that she would ask in this situation that it's not something that would be covered over uh, the rest of you guys talking. I think um, Missy might bring up, you know, since she talked about the dorm room, you know, she might throw out, you know, if you're more comfortable here, you can stay here. You don't have to stay in the dorm. How would I get to class? Keith can take you or Calvin. She doesn't seem to have anything in particular to say about this at this point. It's it's a logistical problem that she is working through. Yeah. Um, Missy will just kind of shrug. Like, it's your decision, your choice. We'll, we'll see what happens. So, the fake, you know, maybe mom would be real upset if I dropped out of school. No, no, no. You still go to school. I'm just saying you don't have to live in the dorm. What kind of a school makes you live on campus if you, you know? can't go to school here unless you live on campus. It was just really easy. I didn't know anybody here when I came here. Mm. Yeah, so well, now you have me and Keith and Calvin. Missy will never let on that she knows art. <laughs> Ever. No. When she talks about arts podcast, she's going to act like she doesn't know what it is. Well, I'm not really sure that Missy knows what it is to begin with. I mean, she knows that he has one, and she knows the art that Kendra's referring to, but she's never going to let on. At this moment, she will not mention, oh, yeah, I know him, because, yeah, I don't want to open that one up. Telling Kendra about Missy, Missy telling Kendra about being a vampire is different than Missy outing others. So she's not even going to bother. Does Missy give an idea about how many other vampires are in the city? No. No. She's not going to talk about how it's in many cities or even, yeah. She will kind of mention, like, you don't talk about it. You know, first rule of vampires, don't talk about it. Vampire. vampire club, don't talk about vampire yeah. club. <laughs> yeah. So I will say, you know, what we talk about here is, is private and confidential. and You can't talk about it. Whether or not people believe you or not, you can't talk about it. Uh, but she won't out other vampires. She won't talk about how extensive it is or how it's, how global it is. She's not going to. That might be a little too much info for the first night, maybe like down the road, but not now. Sure. Uh, cool. Cool, cool. When it comes time to feed her, mm -hmm. do you do it? Because you had mentioned the... Um, the cup idea and you had mentioned mm -hmm. the you know feeding her the normal way idea when it comes time which way do you do it i think we're going to do the cup idea that way i can be kind of away from her when she drinks it cool rouse check me rouse check me oh please don't screw this up one 
good. You you don't eat anybody. You don't get hangry. <laughs> Coming back in from the kitchen, you have the the cup of blood. Mm-hmm. She drinks it, not like greedily, but definitely like into it. Um, dipping out to go get yourself something to eat while she is continuing to stuff her face. What is your plan for for hunting? Um. And I assume you tell her you're going to step out for a minute. Yeah, I, I probably also will just write a quick note and slide it under Keith's door. So if he were to wake up and find the stranger, like, why are you here? And I'm not there, just so he knows. Roll me a wits and awareness. Four, success. As you come up to the door to slip this note under there, that Keith is awake and potentially either listening or elsewise. Mm-hmm. Like paying attention to what's going on. That's okay. I put, I, I, I'm not going to like barge in or I'll still slide it under the door. If he decides to come out after that, that's fine. Cool. Is there anything pertinent in that note other than who Kendra is? Like, what do you, what do oh, you slide? Oh, it's going to be, she's here. She's here. She's going to be staying until tomorrow, until the morning. Uh, and he'll probably have to give her a ride back to her dorm. Uh, but I'm also leaving right now to go out. So I don't know if that'll trigger him to go, wait, wait, wait. Let me go with you or not. That's up to him. I mean, maybe, maybe not. It depends. I may um, have to feed him. <laughs> no, he's probably good. You probably yeah. fed him, you know, on his schedule. Yeah. Um. Cool. As you are in the elevator heading down, you will get a text message uh, from Keith. It it's real simple. Of do I need to come with? I think she'll send back no. I have some food if Kendra's left you any, and just keep an eye on her. Make sure she doesn't leave or call anyone. You'll get a response while you're typing out a, a response. Just asking if he needs to tell her anything. Does he need to tell her anything? Yeah, because like inferring about vampire stuff. Oh. Whether or not she needs to know who he is or anything like that. I think what he's asking is whether or not she's going to freak the fuck out when this, yeah. you know, six foot tall Brick mm-hmm. shit house comes out of the bedroom and is like, "Sup?" Let's just say, you know, I've I've ex- I've explained everything, but if she has any questions, please answer them. But I mean, yeah, if they have a conversation, we can always bullet point that later. It doesn't make a difference, but I don't know what they sure. might talk about. But I'm trusting Keith not to say anything that'll freak her out, and and I want her to know that she could talk to him, and you know. We're trying to be a happy ghoul family. Yeah. What what could go wrong? Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, as far as what I'm going to do, I'm going to probably go to the old stomping ground, find a nice uh, dark alley, find a nice uh, homeless person sleeping, preferably one that doesn't look like they're doing drugs or have drugs or anything because I don't like that flavor. And just do a, a little nom nom. 
let's let's get some dice rolling here to okay. see how your nom nom goes. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna do the unseen passage to sneaky sneaky. They should be asleep. That would be an additional rouse check to be invisible. Rouse check. Get zero successes. Oh no, that puts you up at four hunger. Puts me at four hunger. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it would be Dex and stealth. I will also need you to push the frenzy button. Why? Because you're at four hunger and you're about to taste some blood. Willpower five. Submit. Wait, my humanity's at six. I got four, but I got uh, one of the dice was a one. That doesn't matter in this situation. Okay. Woot woot. Heading back to your old stomping grounds, your old feeding grounds that I've always gotten you through some nights. You will find some people you're familiar with. These are people that you have fed from before. These are people that are down on their luck. And while Springfield doesn't have like a crazy huge homeless population, there are people that slip through the cracks everywhere. And it's one of these people that you find and just go and have a little bite. They're asleep. They're covered in uh, jackets and what they can of clothing to keep the cold out, but vulnerable. And you take advantage of that vulnerability. As you have some of their blood, you feel your beast rise and urge you to take even more of it. In what way does Missy clamp down on this urge and not take more than she needs? Well, I think with the previous evening's uh, events in her mind still, uh, I think that's enough to uh, deter her from draining them dry. She doesn't really want to, she didn't want to be the monster that she is, so she's not going to kill anyone. She's going to drink enough to get her down to being, you know, sated. Still that little bitty nagging hunger is left, but She's, it's tolerable. She can get by on this. This is enough. How many dots are you taking? I'll probably hit uh, three different people doing a one dot on each. So just a quickie on each one. Doo -doo. I will allow this. Thank you. And then I... uh, if Missy has some cash, she's feeling a little generous. She'll probably leave a little cash for these uh, you have a credit card of some kind. You are welcome to, you know, have some cash laying in, yeah. like hit an ATM or something. Yeah, yeah. Just want to hit, you know, leave a hundred on each one, just for your trouble. Payment for services rendered. Yeah. Even Help if they out. don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, she's lived in those alleys too. She spent Aww. time on the streets as well. She knows. So. Cool. Sometime during your feeding, you will get a message on your Camarilla phone if you brought that with you. Yeah, you always have to have it with you. It is a message from the prince's office. Mm -hmm. And it is uh, just kind of saying that there is an issue that they would like to discuss if you could stop by. 
And it's that kind of thing where asking if you could stop by means you're stopping by. Why were they at the beginning of the night so I knew I could drink there? Well, you know, you could have went to Elysium, but you didn't. You had other things you were doing. Yeah. Let, uh, I was forgetting. I was too hoity-toity. Just a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll respond saying, oh, I don't think she's dressed properly for it. So I think she'll kind of say, if I show up in the next two hours or in the next hour, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine with them. All right. I didn't know how urgent it was, right? So, yeah, she'll go back to the apartment and quickly change. Sure. Keith has some, you know, delivery junk food that he is eating. And uh, gives you a little bit of an eyebrow as you go and get changed and leave unless you tell him anything about it. While she's in her room changing, she'll probably text him and let him know. I have business I have to go do. I need you to stay here and watch her. You will, of course, notice by now that the the glass that you had poured your Vitae into has been consumed. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was being consumed when you left. So, like, yeah. Yeah. you know that it was her and that Keith didn't be like, yoink. <laughs> I took it from her. It's like, well, you're yeah. you're not gonna need this. I'll just take this from you. <laughs> no, she's also gonna send a second follow up message saying, you know, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you. And and yeah, then she'll come back out and uh, just kind of give him a nod and head out to the prince. Oh, anything you want to do before you get to the prince? Nope. Cool. Fast tracking through the arriving rituals Mm -hmm. you are brought down into uh, like a small meeting room where the prince is set with the sheriff and uh, a couple other people you are welcome to like wits and awareness me or insight me or really any other roles that you want to make in this situation two what are you interested in knowing about this situation I want to know if this is a I'm being called to the principal's office situation or this is a, hey, there's a problem we need you to go deal with thing. This is a situation where while you are not in trouble, there are certainly people here for like when when shit is going wrong kind of situations. As long Um, as I'm not at the heart of what's going wrong, I'm cool. Did you want after your hunt? to feed or to rouse to heal your last injury. No, I said I would do it the next night and that's one of it. Okay. Looking around the room, there are several very powerful kindred in here. Um the prince welcomes you, acknowledges you coming in, uh motions for you to join the group of people that are here. Oh, she'll respectfully, like, you know, a quick little head bow and then take her seat. In the room are the prince, the sheriff, Iago Cavallero, who is a venture that was working with Carol as part of, like, the the rumor-mongering social stuff. He does some instruction of ghouls. Sounds like a ghoul school. Finny the Fish, the sheriff, Raven, his... Uh, his child, or Elizabeth, the gangrel deputy, 
and Alex Minarev, who is a Nosferatu that is also one of the the hounds, but he's usually not very well seen because he is a Nosferatu. There is also the Keeper of Elysium is here. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, and it's a lot of people on the law enforcement side of things. Somebody did a bad. Maybe. The prince begins to speak. Uh, it's great. There are a couple of questions we have that are something you may have a better handle on. Has there been anyone of our society recently that you have not been able to get in touch with in the course of your duties? Do I know the answer to that? I don't think I've had an issue. Not a uh, not a consistent issue. Like sometimes people are hard to find just because it's like I'm showing up on your doorstep to knock and see if you want to come out and play. Mm-hmm. But you know they're not home or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. There hasn't been anybody recently that you have had problems contacting. Uh, so I'll explain that. You know, with the usual, I showed up. But due to their schedule, they were out, but, you know, they were able to be reached the next evening. Nobody that's consistently been, you know, absent or unable to be seen. He nods to the sheriff, and the sheriff crosses his arms a minute. There have been a couple of reports of missing kindred over the past week. And this does not bring us very much enjoyment. If you could put together a list of any of the people that you've had problems getting in contact with over the past month, we need to compare them with some of the people that seem to have gone missing. And maybe they're just out doing various things, but... And then a folder is placed upon her desk, flipped open, and you will see two buildings, uh, one of which was uh, a storefront, it's a familiar storefront when you look and you see the notes and the address and that it was a haven of one of the other vampires in the city, but it has been burnt to the ground, which to make it kind of unrecognizable. And then there is a house in another part of the city that you're also aware of is a haven for another vampire in the city that has also been burnt to the ground. In particular, these two people, these two members of our society, are thought to be missing. And we would very much like to know where they are. Monsieur nod, and is there a particular domain or baron's area that you would like more information on or faster than the others? This could be unrelated incidences. This could be... And then... She looks at you, like, very clearly looking at you. This could be a squabble between kindred that are choosing to ignore the traditions. This could be something else. And again, she'll nod. I will have that for you before I leave. She nods, looks around to see if anybody else has anything they want to contribute. People have clearly had conversation before you got here, especially since you needed to go home and change. Mm -hmm. And we'll just... Very well. We all have our assignments then. 
and motions towards the door for everybody to leave. They will make their political niceties, their bowing, their good nights, my prince, all of those, all of that usual bullshit. And everybody, except for the sheriff and uh, Iago, heads out. Okay. Uh, the keeper also stays there, I guess, too. Okay. Like the, the four big people of your city. Uh, so once I'm out of that room, I'm going to try to pull Raven to the side. Easily done. And just kind of in hushed tones, what's... Not sure. There's like some... There's been some weird stuff around the city. And after the the stuff a while ago, referring back to the Sabat incident with uh, Cheshire and Svipol, they might just be overreacting, but, you know, we can never tell with this kind of stuff, because if somebody fucks it up, they fuck it up for all of us. And, uh, we're looking into it. Buildings were burnt down, then. You know, one of them is close to that set of garages that the two of you broke into? Mm-hmm. Not that you would say that, but you know that they are known and recognized kindred? Uh, I don't actually have, like, names and details for you, but but I know of them, not like I like know yeah. of them. I just know of them. Okay. You know of them in the way that they are people that have been in the city. They serve under different barons than you do. Not that you could really say that you serve under Jimmy anymore, but <laughs> they are people that have been in the city for a while. They are known to the people of the city. They are kindred in as good standing as kindred can be in when you know, you all secretly plan to backstab each other. Uh, that's my next question. These people, the kindred that are missing, the people that they can't get a hold of right now, or the whoever burnt the, the whoever had these havens that burnt down, we've never had a beef with anybody there. Your group? No. Yeah. Okay. That, I'm just making sure, like, is this a, a shitstorm coming down on us? I want to make sure, did we ever have a beef with them? Did we have any problems? Did Jimmy do anything stupid to them recently? If you want to roll a, like, in in politics, to just try to remember anything, you know, related to them. How bad could it go? Hey, I got two. Wow, 100%. Good job. (laughs) These two individuals, they are what your political level used to be. You know, they are, eight months ago, they are you guys, where they're just, like, low-level, they're not movers and shakers, they're just going and getting by on their their night-to-night business. Obviously, over the past six months, Jimmy rose to be Baron, you rose to your position, uh, Raven went up to, um, to becoming an official deputy or hound, uh, Technically, they are of higher status than Coco, since Coco is still under accounting, but they are kindred in their own right. Okay, all right. Actually, how many, you got two successes? Mm-hmm. You know that one of them was a Bruja, so Bruja tends to, tend to congregate around each other. They also tend to, to run hot, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. That is the situation that you find yourself in as you and Raven are walking. Is there anything else you want to talk to her about, or are you going back about your night? 
No, uh, I'm going to get the information because it's all kept in the the phone, the smartphone, yeah. all the details. So I'll give that to whoever needs to take that info. Sure. Um, and once that's completed, yeah, I'm going to go back uh, cool. to my apartment. Yeah. Raven breaks off, promises, yo, we'll hang out sometime in the near future when this calms down a little bit. But like, party. But they got me doing bullshit, so I'm going to go do some bullshit. Okay. I'm just going to go back to my place. Uh, if I hear of anything, I will be sure to let you know. And she kind of looks back at Raven, expecting like the same kind of... Yeah, we'll be in touch. It's it's probably nothing, but we got to check it out. And uh, yeah, no. We'll, we'll talk about I got another idea for another party like we had last time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, give me a couple of nights and we'll, we'll go out and have some fun. Okay. We'll do awesome. it. Awesome. Like, I don't know, do you guys fist bump or do you like goth girl hug or what? I think a fist bump is enough. <laughs> cool. Uh, and we will close out as you get back down into the parking garage mm-hmm. and into your car to head back home. Do you tell her that Craig is here? Or I'm sorry, not Craig. Keith? Craig's recording. Keith yes. is here. We know we know <laughs> that Craig is here. I don't think it would even cross her mind. Because he's omnipresent. Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple of protein bars. There's um what else would be here? Uh See, this is what I get for having a terrible eating habit because I'm trying to think what somebody like Keith would have as, like, bare essentials. Um, So I feel like he would have some stuff stuff here that he could have in a pinch to have something to eat to, to get him through. And I'm sure I can just have them run the card over the phone, so no reason. It can be totally contactless. It's one of the best things about the pandemic. <laughs> Not having to deal with people. <laughs> All right, we'll do that one then. Okay. She stabs me in the back with it, I swear to God. I'm coming after you. You would never. <laughs> I'll make the trip out there just to buy the mushroom chocolate bar and then just give you the frowning of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that part gets edited out so there's no evidence. <laughs> Uh, cool. So if those two have a conversation, which I'd love to hear you talk to yourself for a while, if those two want to have a conversation, that'd be great. Oh, no, I, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Art had a recording of a conversation between Summer and Ryan, and I refused to have a puppet show. <laughs> uh, the message is from Nothing I was thinking. They know I broke the masquerade. I'm dead. <laughs> the damnedest thing. <laughs> the apartment was bugged the whole time. Son of a bitch. Okay. You come back and everybody's just murdered. Murdered. <laughs> the bloodbath. 
Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm in the bed. I'm shifting the setup. Tony, guys, GMing from the laying down sleeping position. It's <laughs> the way to do it. Also, I, I need could a drink. never do it. I could never do that. I have to be sitting in a chair upright when I GM. I have to do that. How anybody does it from a laying down position? Okay. And we'll, and we'll see what else is going to happen. We'll see what. Fun. I didn't know if Keith was in. Like they found out he staked me. They wanted to kill him. Like, uh oh. What's going nope. on? Nothing like that yet. Well, what made me think of that was because you, uh. You said, hey, did you finish healing yourself? And I was like, son of Well, you were the one that was all <laughs> concerned about. Uh, going home and getting changed, and you're just gonna roll into Elysium to talk to the prince with. Uh, well, she well, can't not... see through my clothes. I mean, right. you didn't know she had that discipline to actually. Uh, make your, there you go. Your All right, you want me to end recording? Yeah. This uh, Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official uh, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive A.B. and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or for upcoming releases, you can find them at worldofdarkness.com.